Up and Adam in the morning. Live here. You're home for Up and Adam in the morning. It is the Crush 92.5. Adam Montiel. So performing live at the Vita Robles Amphitheater, June 11th. Listen to this night of music. Bare Naked Ladies, Gin Blossoms, Toad the Wet Sprocket. It's like a 90s dream team right there. It's like reading my 90s diary. It's like a majestic mix CD that you burned yourself of 90s goodness with bass boost. Don't believe me? Just listen. All I want is to feel this way until I hear it from Gonna tell you or what? There it is, June 11th, Peter Robles Amphitheater on the phone, headlining the event. Bare Naked Ladies frontman Ed Robertson. Ed, yes, indeed. It's good to chat with you, man. My name is Adam. Pleasure to meet you. You too, Adam. You know, I, I have been told that I have a great. Um, it's been. It's been. That might be better than my. It's been. I don't know. It's been. It's been. I. I mean, it's such a fun way to intro a song. It's like this cold. It's been. And I've been trying to master before I got you on the phone. I think you've done an excellent job. Do you have one in you for me, or is it a little too early? It's never too early for an. It's been. Bust it. Are you ready for this? I am. I don't know if I am. It's been. Yes! That was so rad! I love it! It's been... That was so dope. Hey, Ed, how are you, man? Looking forward to you coming up here. Us, too. I mean, you live in a beautiful part of our planet, so it's always nice to visit there. Every time I come through, I'm like, why don't I live here? I know. Well, we'd love to have you live here, man. Of course. Um, you, you like wine and and stuff. and you know, it's, like, it's, it's more than wine now. It's like wine, beer, kombucha... Spirits, cider, it's crazy. I know. My wife is a is a wine uh, appreciator, aficionado, if you will. Cool. I actually don't cool. drink alcohol myself. Yeah. Um, and that, that, A lot of people assume I'm a recovering alcoholic. I just never started. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That's so interesting because, you know, a lot of folks who have been in the business for a while and the ones that are able to continue with, you know, songs and touring and maybe they did take it a little bit rough in the beginning uh or, or not and I, I notice artists will, will say that and you're right i did you know incorrectly assume oh maybe he did before but he just does it now but it just never was something now how did you get through all that that, that dynamic that lifestyle and never even get god that's i really admire that wow yeah you know what i i actually admire the people who partook and quit and have managed to stay sober. I think that's a lot harder than what I've done. I just yeah. never started. So Good point. That, it wasn't difficult. For me, it wasn't a temptation. It just was a choice that I made a long, long time ago. Yeah. And it, it actually, it wasn't difficult at all. And if anything, it was, you know, it made this crazy lifestyle so much easier to bear. Well, you know, you think about it, the hours... Um, the dietary things you're eating, this or eating late, you're, you know, all sorts of things to not have that weighing on your body, figuratively and literally. I mean, it's got to be um, fantastic. I'm sure your body has thanked you profusely over the years, Ed. <laughs> 
Well, I think it's why so many people say to me, how is it that you look so amazing after all these years? And I say to them, well, Adam, it's a spirit of gratitude, good health, and uh, not living in California, where I would certainly destroy myself in a matter of weeks. (laughs) You know, Ed, uh, part of your attraction is your live performances. And in the current state of music and how it's changed so much, just having a song or two might not always cut it, but when you can make an experience for people, uh, it makes the song unforgettable, and it, it gets tied then to that experience. You've always really devoted a lot to the live performance. The, the foundation of Bare Naked Ladies is our live show. It's yeah. always been filled with spontaneity and improv, and we really connect with where we are and who we're playing for and we always have um it's it's the most important part of being a a performer to me um so i think it's something that we don't just do for audiences like it's what keeps it fresh for us it's the reason we still love it after all this time you know every show is uh is special it's like I just feel grateful that I still get to do this. And I think the reason I still get to do this is because I've never taken it for granted. Um, I, I really, truly feel lucky to, to be doing it. How deliberate are the decisions as far as where to place the super mega hits? Is it like you, you pepper them out? Do we do them all for the end? Is it like encore? Like, how do you, because obviously you're, you're very good at discerning that vibe and having that relationship and that dance with the audience how with that in mind do we put these songs and strategically make the the set list well we're lucky that we have a bunch of them so we can pepper them throughout the set that's a that's a really um fortunate position to be in but i want people to enjoy the whole show. I want them to go home feeling like they heard all the big songs they were hoping to hear, but also that we took them on a real ride and took them through maybe some things they weren't familiar with or some deeper cuts. And, you know, I feel like if I give the audience 70% of the set, then I can have 30% for me, you know, where I play exactly what I want to do because they're going to hear one week and pinch me and if I had a million dollars and Big Bang Theory and all these songs that they're expecting to hear and that gives me a lot of leeway to then play different things every night and keep the show interesting. How much uh, is it fun to um, I don't know, throw in songs that you love, you know, like covering songs and, you know, paying homage to songs that maybe inspired you and stuff. And, and it's fun because your fans get to hear your interpretation of what may be favorite songs of both of yours. Yeah, I mean, and I think I don't want to mislead people about playing the hits because I love playing those too. I think we're also a bit of a rare band in that we don't have a weird relationship with our hits. We, we love those songs too. So, you know, if we're getting bored of a song, we'll just take it out of the set for a while. And luckily we have like a lot of very pop songs that can just still in its place so um you know our goal is to entertain the audience but also to have a great time ourselves and um you know we do that every night so when you were coming up 
And it was, it was what a fun time to come up in music, right? Yeah, I mean, we were a big band when the music industry was kind of at its height, when it was everybody was selling more records than ever in history, right. and right. you know, it, it was a very crazy time to be to have a number one single. You know, we sold six million copies of that record. Um, so that, that it's not like it is these days. How does life change? From Tuesday to Wednesday, you're right, because, you know, first of all, selling six million of anything is like not even, it's like, no, that doesn't happen anymore. Does, does life change, like, overnight, or how does that work? Kind of, yeah. It, it kind of does change overnight. Um, but you're working so hard at the time when you're in a popular band, and you're traveling all over the world, and you're doing, you know, crazy late night shows in Italy, and then you're flying to Japan, and you have a number one single there and um it, it's just you're on such a whirlwind roller coaster treadmill that though things change overnight you kind of it doesn't sink in for a long time um and then you know kind of the hurricane comes to a halt and you step off a tour bus and uh, you've sold millions of records that you hadn't a month before. So it is a strange time. And then 2018 comes around, you get inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. That must have just, was that just like everything? Just that must have filled your heart. You know, we're really lucky. We've had a, a lot of awards, a lot of accolades. We've done a lot of special things. We've been involved in uh, TV shows and movies and, but, Honestly, the, the best part of all of it is just that we still have a career. That mm. eclipses any one accomplishment or award or sales or hit singles. Like The fact that we can still go out and play amazing music venues all over America 34 years into our career, like that's the real award. That's so cool. I like the way you put that. You got a really cool, just real aspect about you that I really dig. I think you'd be like a fun dude to hang out with. And then you got Toad the Wet Sprocket and Gin Blossoms. Damn, that is a, a night of music that's going to light up the night. That's going to be so much fun.